Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Hi, you are listening to The Word from BLC for the first Sunday of Lent, March 6th, 2022. The Gospel for this Sunday is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my lips and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. When I read this passage, I get stuck on that very first verse. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. Why is God's Spirit leading Jesus into temptation? Isn't that precisely what we pray will not happen in the Lord's Prayer? Lead me not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. The first act of Jesus' ministry after his baptism is a challenge, a test, a trial. And God's Spirit leads him right to the thick of it. For those of us who have likewise been washed in the waters of baptism, claimed as God's beloved children and filled with the Holy Spirit, this is not exactly welcome news. If the Spirit leads Jesus into temptation, what does that mean for us? We usually focus on the promises of God that come to us in baptism. We talk about God's unending love and grace and mercy and forgiveness, the gift of eternal life. 
But this passage reveals the truth we surely already know. Baptism does not protect us or insulate us somehow from the pain and struggle and discernment that life in this world demands. In fact, the covenant God makes with us in baptism includes proclaiming the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, serving all people, following the example of Jesus and striving for justice and peace in all the earth. That's what we write about in the baptismal liturgy found in our hymnal. But none of that work happens by staying in a safe, insulated bubble, apart from the trials and temptations of life. Working for justice and peace, serving all people, following Jesus happens out there in the world, sometimes in the wilderness where we can expect we might feel alone in the face of temptation, tested and taunted by the devil himself. So yes, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Filled with the Spirit in baptism, that Spirit leads Jesus and us into the world, including to those wilderness places that feel far from God's presence. Now, if this is one of those how-to-be-like-Jesus passages in Scripture, we can certainly learn a few things. First, in the face of temptation, when he is tested, Jesus does not let the devil tell him who he is. The devil wants him to be someone who satisfies his own desires regardless of the cost. The devil wants him to be someone who proves himself. The devil wants him to be someone who betrays his identity as God's son and abandons the mission in the world for which he was sent. And in the face of temptation, Jesus is instead clear about who he is and what he's been called to do here. The devil pulls out all the stops to try to get Jesus to abandon his identity and his mission. But Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, cannot be swayed. Like Jesus, we have been washed in the waters of baptism and claimed as children of God. Like Jesus, we are tempted day after day in this world, not just for 40 days and nights, but for all of the days of our lives, tempted to believe we are anything but beloved children tempted to treat others as less than the beloved children of God they are, tempted to rely on our own powers, our own interpretations, our own desires, over against our God. And like Jesus, we are filled with a spirit that is big enough, bold enough, courageous enough to say no. And if this passage were all about being a bit more like Jesus, we'd have a tall order to fill. But we all know that we do not always withstand temptation as perfectly as Jesus did. Jesus is the Son of God. We are beloved children of God, yes. But we are not God. Jesus was God. God is God. And we are not. 
And that's the second really important thing to learn from this passage. God is God and we are not. We live in a world that is constantly tempting us to believe that we are in fact God. And the only antidote to that temptation is to remember that God is God and we are not. To point again and again and again to what God has said and done. That is ultimately how Jesus resists the devil's temptation. By reciting scripture, by relying on God's teaching, God's promises, not his own desires and will. That's why we are taking a deep dive into the practice of Sabbath this Lent. Because it's too easy to get caught up in the idea that we need to do more or be more. It's tempting to believe the devil's lies, that all the power and glory can actually be ours. It's tempting to believe that we can in fact save ourselves if we just follow the right diet or adopt a more positive mindset or stayed on top of our to-do list just a bit more efficiently. And the practice of Sabbath instead invites us to stop, to stop creating, to stop hustling for our worth, to stop believing the world's lies, to stop doing all the things that tempt us to believe that we can do life on our own, to simply stop. If you participated in our Ash Wednesday worship this past week, you saw that Pastor Amy and I shared a jar. Um, It was a large, like, gallon-sized jar. It looked to be filled with water and glitter. And uh, we shook that jar, and I read a passage from the book that we are studying this Lent from Wayne Muller on Sabbath, who recalls the wisdom from the Tao Te Ching who says, Who is it that can make muddy water clear? But if allowed to remain still, it will gradually become clear of itself. So I shook that jar full of glitter, and we watched those pieces of glitter just swirl and suspend in the water until setting the jar down on a table. And very slowly, the glitter fell to the bottom, finally just piling there, leaving the water clear. That jar becomes a metaphor for the trials and temptations that swirl around us. The devil and all his empty promises stir the pot until we can't see or think clearly. This Lent, we are invited to respond with stillness, letting all of it settle so that we might see God more clearly, hear God's promise to sustain our lives, see God's love around us, and feel God's presence sustaining us. If you'd like to make a jar like that for your use at home, I'll put the instructions for how to do so in the show notes. But whatever practice you adopt this Lent, I hope that you find a way to be still. To give some space for the chaos to settle, for the distractions and the temptations to fall away, so that you might 
find yourself more fully in God's presence. We will never be Jesus. We will never be God. But by the grace of God, we will find our rest in God. Let us pray. Lord God, you call us to delight in your praise, for you have made us for yourself, and our hearts find no rest until we rest in you. Amen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.